Hey everyone, welcome back to an old Fat Guy's Opinions podcast. Uh, this is John. Uh, I've got a couple topics I want to talk about, um, and then I'll probably ramble for a little bit, and then we'll call it a podcast. Alright? Um, yeah, so the first thing I want to bring up is, you know, I live out here in Arizona, and I want to talk about the young lady that disappeared uh, four years ago. Alright? So... I remember the story. Um, Mom woke up. There was a note in her room saying that she had left. She'd be back. Sorry. Uh, you know, it took the, the valley by storm because, you know, she just up and disappeared. No trace. But I want to kind of throw my spin on it. And what I think happened... Um, I'm not saying that I am right or I'm saying that I am any type of investigator, but I just have my thoughts. Um, and here's my thought. I truly believe, um, that this was someone in the family, um, that helped her escape. Um, I really truly believe that... It might have been her mom that was saying that she needed to be on this medication for her uh, autism. Uh, not sure, but it's just funny that after four years, she just pops up out of the state, healthy, no issues. So my question is, was she taking her medications for autism? Was she doing any type of therapy for the autism? Because if her autism was as severe as her mother was saying four years ago, uh, yeah, she was on the high end of the spectrum, but I don't know. She shouldn't have had like people skills. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a lot of experience with autism, but... I'm just a little suspicious about that. Um, I mean, I don't know exactly what she's gone through. I hope to God that nothing bad happened to her. Um, but I really feel, especially now with all these kidnappings that are fake and people disappearing, um, I really feel that this is going to be, it's going to come out as another hoax or it's going to come out that uh, a family member took her. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I never really heard anything about the dad. I mean, is I think the um, it's a stepfather. So, is the dad in the picture? Did the dad leave? What? You know. So I'm gonna wait and see what really happened. But I really do have my suspicions um, on what exactly happened um, because. In all honesty, it's just kind of suspicious. It really is. To have someone just disappear for four years. I mean, I'm glad that she's back. I'm glad that there's no harm. But I don't know. I don't know. I'll wait till the whole story comes out. And then another topic which, you know, everyone knows my unlimited love for anything Kardashian or Jenner. I read this article the other day 
about how, I don't know which one it was, one of the Jenners was saying, I really hope my daughter doesn't go through plastic surgery like I did. I don't want her to have to do that. You know, my biggest concern for being anyone in that family is, would be, I don't want my daughter to make a porn or to feel they have to show their body for anything. How about that? Who cares if she gets a freaking breast implants or breast augmentation? How about having some morals and not flaunting it to everyone? That would be something that I would be worried about as a parent. That's something that I've raised my kids to have is morals, not, oh God, I hope my kids don't have this done. Like, how vain are you? Ah, I just don't understand them. I don't. I don't understand why people just follow them and think that they're the law or they know everything. They're the most morally bankrupt family that you could possibly ever meet. But, oh well. It is what it is. To each their own. Each family's got some kind of fucked up skeleton in their closet. So, might as well be Kim's porn that made him famous. Maybe I should have had one of my sisters make a porn. Maybe I should have made a porn. Huh. Nah. I don't want people to vomit. Anyway, the next topic is this new thing that the media is pushing and the government's pushing. I don't understand. I truly believe that they're doing this because they are trying to push more electric cars and more alternative fuels. But I don't know. I've been out in Arizona for 40 five years now and I can tell you what July is always fucking hot July is always the hottest month there's no difference in this year to any other year all right I don't know why they're making such a big deal of it but I kind of do because like I had said they want to push the electric vehicles the alternative fuel like I like how um jackass Biden got on there and was like, well, uh, I think what we need to do uh, is we need to uh, have uh, cooling stations. Really, dumbass? It's been going on for fucking years. Fuck. I'm surprised he didn't say everyone gets free ice cream. Because he likes ice cream. I just, I don't know what to do with this freaking administration. And this government is just so ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Act like this is the first time they've ever heard of Arizona in the summer. Hello, we're in the fucking desert. We're below sea level. Of course it's going to be hot. Oh my God, why don't we do anything about Death Valley? Death Valley is always one of the hottest spots um, in the United States. But that's not a concern, is it? No, it's not. All of a sudden this year... We're going to have to try to push all this shit because an election's coming next year and we're trying to get all the fucking environmentalists to jump on board and be like, oh my God, they're right. 
let me give you a kind of a hint, all right, of what is wrong with Arizona, all right? So, I've been out here, like I said, I've been out here for 44 years, all right, 45, whatever, it's, it's fucking safe. I've been here a long time. So, I've been here so long that I remember having to drive 20 miles or 30 miles, sometimes an hour, to come across another house, to come across another development, you know. But, no, here's the problem. All these motherfucking tree huggers and California people and all these people that don't like it back east moved out here to Arizona. All right. The heat is coming from people building houses, all these new developments. Okay. Because when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13, I lived in a town called Fountain Hills. All right. In July and August, I would get up in the morning and I would run all over that town and I would not get dehydrated. I would not get heat exhaustion. I would be fine. All right. It wasn't until about, I don't know, 10 years later when I moved to another town and it was in a city. That is when I started getting heat exhaustion and other issues related to the heat. And that is because I was living in the city. City meaning more concrete, more houses, asphalt. So quit talking about the fucking cars and the emissions and shit like that. Stop building fucking new developments out here. That's the issue. We are growing and it's coming out to the point where there's no longer going to be any desert because we have to build these new houses for these people. That's the issue. That is the true issue out here in Arizona. It is the growth. All right. And I don't care what anyone fucking says. That is my opinion. And like I said, it's my opinion. It's my fucking podcast. So you can agree with it or disagree with it. If you disagree with it, go hug your tree and go fuck it for all I care. I don't care. All right? I've been out here long enough where I have seen how Arizona has changed. All right? All of you can pack your shit and go back to where you came from if you don't like it out here because you're the one that brought the fucking conditions. Like right now, I'm passing... Um, new construction for development. Don't need it. I just passed another development for apartments. Do we really need that many apartments? How about this? You want to make the environment better? You want to make the um, cities better? Then how about instead of building new houses, go out to these places and renovate the old ones that are worn down worn down and resell them let's build up the inner city and build up the older areas 
And then once you do all that and we fill the empty houses there, then start building out. That is what needs to happen. Absolutely ridiculous. It is. And for these freaking senators and government and mainstream media pushing this down the fucking throat about the hottest month. No. Yeah, it might have been hot, but it ain't any different than any other time um, in the summertime out here in Arizona. Everyone knows that July is the hottest month out here in Arizona. Once you get through July, August is still a little bit warm. Sometimes it will get into like the 110s, but that's normal. Then September comes, we start cooling off. October hits, we're still a little bit hot, but not too bad. That's Arizona, all right? You boil for fucking six months of the year, and then you have great weather for the rest of the time. That's why all the motherfuckers come out here. But I, that is what I truly, truly believe for that. It is absolutely ridiculous. Now I have to hear about the mainstream media talking about, oh God, we're going to die. The world's ending because Arizona was over 110 for I don't know how many days. Who cares? Can't change it. Ain't going to stop. It's called the desert. All right. How come we don't complain um, during the winter when um, up north in like Wisconsin and Missouri or Wisconsin and Minnesota that it's below zero for so many days in a row? Huh? Same kind of extreme temperatures and extreme climate. Why aren't we complaining about that? Anyone want to answer that? It's the same kind of thing. It's because the fucking government and the freaking mainstream media wants to complain about it. Like right now, I'm on our 303 heading to my house and I'm passing this huge microchip factory that is being built for a South Korean company or Taiwanese, I'm not sure, but it's huge. So don't tell me right there that that does have nothing to do with climate change. I mean, it is literally the size of a fucking small city. All right. So please. And then they have to lay the infrastructure. They have to build the freeway. They're building the off ramps. They're building the roads. And then from what I understand is that they're going to start building another development across the highway for this peep for these people. When does it end? Huh? Yeah, it's never going to end. So that's my take on the environment. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Call me a freaking old fool that believes in old ways. But no, uh -uh. I don't believe it. For to push everything for electric, we're doing more damage to the earth, mining the lithium for these batteries for these cars, um, and then the charging to charge these cars. How is that going to work on the power grid that isn't being updated, isn't being upgraded at all to handle the demand? I mean, look for example, California. 
California told their freaking people, you're not a fucking person on a Tesla, just driving along, watching a fucking video. I fucking hate Teslas. Okay. Back on track here. California's telling their residents that have electric cars not to charge them during the peak time of energy usage because it's affecting the power grid. Okay, so let's all go to electric cars on a freaking shitty ass fucking power grid that's never been updated and let's have the power grid collapse so we have no power. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's what you get when you get a bunch of fucking dinosaurs that should be fossil fuels running the com- running the country. All right? They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're talking about. These people that have their theories and their assumptions are going to them and telling them that Greta Thunberg or whatever her fucking name is over there, you know, 14 year old, she's the expert on uh, global warming. Yeah. And my three year old grandson is an expert on fucking finger painting. How do you get an expert thing? I want to know. I want to be an expert on something. I want to appear on TV. I want to be all this and that and get all these awards and stuff like that. For what? No shit. She needs to fucking go and do something with her life. Looks angry. I mean, looks like she's a Halloween mask. I'm just saying. I mean, it's just, I mean, yeah, things have to change, I understand, but do the changes that are smart. You want all electric cars? Fine. Find a way to make it where it's not affecting the earth that you're trying to save and build the power grid so it can handle these cars to charge. I don't know. I I literally, every time I hear someone talk about uh, the electric cars and this and that, it makes my IQ drop. All right? I I don't understand. Yeah. And who can afford these fucking things? You want people to have these by 2034? Yeah, please tell me in the way that this inflation is and the Bidenomics that's going on, who can afford a car that costs 90 grand and up. Who can afford $12,000 for a battery replacement if the battery goes bad or you have to change it? You know, the difference between the electric cars and the gas powered cars is if your car breaks, that's a gas powered car, you generally can get it fixed for under $500 depending on where you go. If you blow your engine, you can buy an engine rebuilt or used or something just to get back on the road. But you can't go buy a used battery, can you? No, you can't. So please, make me understand how electric cars are a lot fucking better than the fossil fuel powered truck that I'm driving right now. All right, it doesn't make sense. If you want people to buy into what you're saying, build the structure first, the infrastructure, 
and then start going ahead and pushing it. Get these manufacturers to get the freaking price down or give rebates to people that can't afford them if you want them to have them. And then also you have to go and pay to have this shit wired up in your garage so you can plug your car in. I don't know. It just doesn't seem very smart thing to do. Okay? I don't know. Until they say that there is no more gas or oil left on this earth to mine and we have to switch to electric vehicles, then I will entertain the fact. But if there still is gas to be pumped into my vehicle to get me back and forth to where I need to go, that's what I'm going to do. That is what I am going to do to get myself from point A to point B to be able to make money to be able to live. Alright? Now, let's talk about another topic. I went on that one for a little bit long, but I got nothing else to do. I'm driving my gas-powered car, passing uh, multiple EV vehicles. So, alright. So, the next topic. At my job, I am having to hire um, some new staff, all right? I have this one staff member that my very first day at the office, the whole staff complained about her. Well, my thought is, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm not gonna take what they're saying. I'm gonna make my own opinion and we'll go from there. So, after being there about a month, and watching this employee when I'm at this office and just observing her, I do have to say that they are correct. Uh, we need to move on from her, all right? For example, yesterday, or on Sunday night, I get a text message. Um, I have to be out, I have a family thing, I'll be in no later than one, and I said, you know, that's fine. So I was busy and I'm like, oh, hey, so-and-so should have been there at one. So I go and I look at her time card, never punched in. So I reached out to the office and I'm like, hey, did so-and-so show up? No, not yet. So I reach out to this person and I text and I'm like, hey, here it is, two o'clock. You're not at the office yet. What's going on? And all of a sudden, like magic, like a genie from a bottle, she appeared at her desk at 2 o'clock. Never bothered to contact me. Never bothered to contact the uh, office lead. And I just don't understand. I mean, this girl just kind of comes in when she wants, disappears. I'm just like, what is fucking wrong with people? You know, I mean, you have a job. Do it. If you have too much going on in your life, maybe you should not be working or maybe you should go find a job that fits your schedule. But yeah, so I had a conversation with her today. Uh, basically, it's one of those uh, conversations letting her know that she's on thin ice, but unfortunately the ice is already cracked and she's getting ready to fall through. I just need to get someone to uh, take her place which I'm working on. 
And then another thing here that I have to bring up. I'm all about social media, all right? I'm all about people being on social media and wanting to share things and stuff like that. But here's a clue. When you are applying for a job, maybe you should make your social media accounts private so people can't search you and see what you post. All right. I literally had three candidates come across um, my email for the positions for the positions that I'm um, trying to fill. I look at one, the name, and I go and I search on social media, and lo and behold, there they are. So I open up their page and I'm looking at it. I'm scrolling down. And all I see is hate speech about white people. Yeah. I'm not going to even bother to call you or even email you back. You're just going to get a fast reject. I mean, I understand that you want to have your opinions. That's perfectly fine. All right. But when you're putting hate out there on your posts, that just kind of tells me right there that you're already going to be a troubled employee, that you've got issues um, with certain ethnicities. And if your boss is white, I really don't feel you're going to uh, respect and it's going to be problems. I mean, I could be wrong. You get me wrong, but I mean, you gotta look at the. I gotta look at the bigger picture. All right, I'm not gonna bring someone in for an interview um, and then hire them, and then it comes to find out that it's true. They don't like white people. No. And plus, you're putting hate speech on your Facebook page and your Instagram. You know, uh, yeah, not smart. But of course. You know, like I've said, this current generation is not very smart about stuff like that. They don't care. You know, the thing is, is if you want to be that way, make your account private or make another account where you have all your dirty little secrets. Because every time that I apply for a job and I know a lot of companies go ahead and search via social media, as soon as I hit apply, I am going through my Facebook and Instagram and my social media, and I am making sure that there is nothing on there that can be construed as uh, racist, hate, political. And also, I do do, a, I mean, I, my accounts are always private. You can't get in there and see them, all, except for my Instagram. But my Instagram's that way because I make videos and I want people to see them. But in all honesty, I make sure everything's good. And if I have a post on there that I'm afraid might be construed as anything that I wanted it to, that I wanted it to, I take it down. All right? Because I don't want someone to think that my post is a reflection of me. 
Yeah, I know. I don't really give a shit what people think about me in my personal life, but my business life, that is how I make my money to live. So yeah, I do give a little bit more uh, common courtesy on that. All right. And another thing, I, like I said, I know it's their Facebook page. I know you can do whatever you want on your Facebook page and your Instagram and your Snapchat and whatever else you're on. But for the love of God, like I said before, make your shit private. I don't want to go on to your pages of your social media and see you twerking. I mean, that's an image you can't get out. I mean, and if I even did an interview the whole time, I'd be sitting there thinking about the twerking video. I mean, it just, yeah. It, I don't know. I, I, I seriously don't know. Yeah. And then that, you know, might not be wise to put a video of uh, you uh, uh, smoking uh, drugs. I mean, I don't know if it was weed or something else and then drinking. I mean, I'm not judging, but that's the reason why I won't call. I mean, because if they're like that on their social media, what's to say they're going to show up to work? Uh, if they're having too much fun, if they're a party lifestyle. I'm all about hiring people that want to work and want to stay. I'm not hiring people that are looking for money to go out and party and have a good time and then not show up to work when they don't want to. All right? I'm old school. You take a job to live, not take a job to fund your lifestyle and everything. But yeah, it's... Crazy, crazy. I can't wait till tomorrow to see how many other candidates I got that I could go snooping on uh, social media tomorrow and bide my time. Yeah, and then also another thing is if you apply for a job and they reach out to you and you're having a conversation and the hiring manager tells you information that you might not like, like, hey, you know, this is where the job is. This is where you're going to train at. At least have the decency to be like, you know, that doesn't work for me. Thank you. So instead of ghosting, you know, because believe me, as soon as I hit reject on that job, I'm putting a pop-up on my computer whenever I go and search resumes or look for jobs. I'm going to have the people's names written down. And if you're one of those people that ghosted me, I don't care if you are the most qualified person on the earth for that job, you ain't getting a call back at all. Because it's called respect and decency. And also, if you're looking at the job, and the job has questions asking about your education, your experience. And I purposely put those questions on there to weed out the people that are just clicking on everything. If you come to a job and you answer no to any of those questions, don't apply. It's a waste of my time. And if you live in another state and you're applying, Maybe at least look at where it's at 
So when I email you and I'm like, hey, are you moving from out of state to this job? No, I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. Pay attention. And spelling and grammar works great on resumes. All right. If you take the time to write caring on your resume as one of your skills, maybe you should care enough to spell it correctly. Okay. This person spelled caring C-R-A-I-N-G. I'm still trying to figure out what crane is. If anyone knows what that is, please tell me. I really would like to know. But yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Now, you all have a good rest of your day. It's been a pleasure again. Uh, I hope to uh, be making another podcast here another day. Um, I know I got on a little bit of a run there for three days in a row, but I was busy on the way home um, answering phone calls and stuff like that, so I really didn't get a chance. So I apologize, but it's been uh, a wonderful week so far. I hope everyone has a good rest of their night. Enjoy the rest of your week. We're almost done. And if you live in Arizona, beware of the excessive heat. You might melt. Take care, everybody.